It's final here in Smithfield. Skyview in the quarterfinals. They get over the quarterfinal nightmare they had last year against Park City with the big victory tonight, 56-13. to 13, As it started a little slow, but once the Bobcats got rolling, Rex, they did not look back. Yeah, they, they did exactly what they had to do. They took Strauss out of this game. Uh, the big, strong running back for Mountain View, McKay Strauss, they're able to take him out of the game by essentially forcing them to play from behind, make them throw the ball, and uh, uh, what a what a big win, and, and that just kind of validates Skyview as a team for me because, you know, Mountain View came in here double-digit wins on the season, looking good, rolling through the playoff, and then uh, they ran into Skyview here at home, and that hasn't hasn't voted well for anyone this season. So Skyview gets a victory, 56-13. We're here in the postgame show. Of course, like we just mentioned before, the, uh, towards the end of the game, the bread and butter, Old Gristmill bread and butter player, play of the game will be the pick six by Scout Morris, his ninth interception on the season, but he had the pick six with 338 in the second quarter to get Skyview up 28-6, to and that will be our Old Gristmill bread and butter play of the game. So listen to the full court press on this station, 106.9 FM or 1390 AM, and during uh, 4 to 6 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock hour when Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson ask for the Old Gristmill bread and butter play of the game and if you call in and can identify Scout Morris's pick 6 you will receive 4 loaves of bread from the Old Gristmill and also our player of the game, Rex, we're going to give that to Mason Falsliff. Go ahead. You've got his stats written down. Yeah. Mo- monster game for Falsliff tonight. And, again, stat-wise, we got to thank Adam Sherwood for coming up and doing this for us. It adds so much to the broadcast. Uh, statistically, Mason Falsliff, five uh, carries 55 yards on the night, five catches, 140 yards. And, uh, man, did they look good out here tonight. So it looks like we're going to get Scout Morris and Mason Falsloff up here on the postgame show. So, again, Skyview defeats Mountain View. The way the scoring went for Skyview tonight in the first quarter, they had an 18-yard pass to Brigham Lewis to put Skyview up 7 to nothing with 528. Mountain View answered, and they missed the extra point on a 16-play drive that made it 7-6 to Skyview. Next possession for Skyview to end the first quarter is one of those great base and graphic make-you-look plays by Mason Falsluff. A 68-yard touchdown by Falsluff from Carlson. 14-6 Skyview led at the end of the first quarter. And we're going to pause here because the players are already here. So we'll get them the microphone. And both of these guys are shouldn't be shy. They're the def- doesn't matter. Yeah, You're get up here, Scout. Okay, so Scout's going to join us first. Uh, Scout, your ninth interception, and you took it to the house. Yeah. You, you lead the state. Congratulations. Thank you. So what a tremendous game for you guys. You guys really took it to them. You started a little slow, but once you guys got rolling, uh, you, you didn't look back. I mean, talk about it defensively. This was a high-paced offense. You maybe saw that against Stansbury, but these guys were quick. Yeah, we struggled there for a minute. We just figured it out and went with it, and I don't know, our defense just clicked, and it was over from there. 
So did, I just want to know, do you ever get tired out there? Because, I mean, both <laughs> of you do it, so we'll ask Mason too, but you play defense and offense, and, I mean, it seems like you should get tired at some point. Uh, yeah, sometimes I do after especially running a – fumble recovery to the house and not let getting it as a touchdown, you know. I, I, I said that on air. I'm like, Scout has to be dead. He just returned that thing. Yeah. He's got to be dead. But yeah, I get tired most games. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the, the defense overall. You guys have had five shutouts on the season. Um, you hadn't been scored on before this game in like 12 straight quarters. I mean, you guys have You've listened to your coaches, you've watched the film, and you guys just produce on the field. Yeah, we just watch a lot of film together, and we always connect as because we're all just friends out there playing together. We have been since freshman year, and that's just good out there, you know. Well, Scout, we, we, we named you our player of the game. Or, excuse me, you were part of the bread and butter, Old Gristmill bread and butter play of the game with your pick six. We, uh, we gave you 75 yards. Maybe we should have given yeah. you 80. I don't know. You were pretty close. Yeah. But, uh, Rex, do you have his final stats that we have? Yeah, I, I we had Scout down for five tackles in the pick six. Uh, you're, Scout, you're just a difference maker. We keep mentioning, uh, you know, you are leading the state in interceptions, and I think that's regardless of classification. It is. It's definitely in 4A, but uh, regardless of classification, you're leading the state in interceptions. What makes you such a ball hawk? Like, why are you able to read these things? You read one, too. You almost had yeah, number I 10. Yeah, I had that other one. <laughs> what, what, what do you see? What are you looking for when you're watching that quarterback, you're the receiver? What are you looking for when you break on those? Well, you know, you always get that run-pass read first off, and then as soon as I see it's pass, I'm just reading my reading the quarterback's eyes while just on the side of my hand reading the like receiver, it's just right. I don't know. I've played I've played DB too long. It's just I've gotten good at it, I guess. Well, <laughs> well how good does it feel? You, you 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 get to go play at Rice. Oh, I'm excited. Second time in my life, it'll be awesome. Well, yeah. unfinished business for sure, yeah. but you got a semifinal matchup, the winner of Stansbury and Dixie, so we'll see what happens there. But who do you want to give a shout-out tonight? Uh, always give a shout-out to my mom, and then, of course, the defense. We always ball out. Love you, brothers. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Scout, uh, for taking time to be up here tonight, and uh, congratulations. Thanks, Scout. Okay, we'll hand the mic over to Mason Falsluff, and uh, Mason, I... We gave you the player of the game, but I want to talk about the 68-yard catch you had for a touchdown right about the 50-yard line or so. All of a sudden, they looked like they had the angle, and then they didn't have the angle. Like, I don't – where would you learn to run that fast? Is that from your mom or your dad? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably my mom's side, but I'm not for sure. No, I'm just kidding. And then the other big play on a big third-down pass play, Carlson threw it up. You made a heck of a catch. You made a heck of a catch down here with defenders all around you. You you high pointed it, and it looked like it was coming off your shoulder pad. But how did you pin that? Was that to your helmet? To your? It was just yeah. I just kind of caught it on my shoulder pad and just held it as tight as I could. <laughs> well, that's an amazing catch there. But talk about uh, there. You're you're getting utilized a lot more in the rushing game. I mean, how does that uh, feel when you you know that you can have an opportunity to rush the ball as well, not just receiving? I mean, it's. It's kind of hard for de- defensive, I guess, because, you know, they're, they're probably studying, like, our whole team out at wide receiver, and it just throws them off if I go at running back, and they throw me around a lot, so it's just kind of 
be unexpected. Well, one of the other plays I wanted to ask you about, too, the great Basin Graphics, one of our sponsors, the, the Make You Look play defensively. I know before the season I heard that you were really excited to play defense this year because you've always been on offense, but you trucked that receiver right there on the sideline. <laughs> that was a big hit. That was a huge hit. I mean, talk about defensively playing the the nickel and stuff, playing safety back there. How, how exciting is that for you? I mean, it's awesome. You know, anything I can do to help the team, it's just awesome, and especially on defense. You know, it's, it's kind of new for me, but I'm learning a lot, especially in games. Well, we we told we asked Scout too. How does it make you feel? I saw when I asked Scout, I kind of saw you too, just kind of relishing the fact that you guys get to go play at Rice. I mean, how? I mean, that that's the school that you're committed to in basketball. Yeah. But I mean, how awesome is it to play on that field? It's awesome. You know, sophomore year I was able to play there, and mm-hmm. it was a great experience. I'm so excited. You had the Odell Beckham then. I, I won't <laughs> yeah. forget that. I, that was an awesome catch there in the by the end zone. But anyway, uh, you want to keep things rolling. How do you guys keep this momentum and, and still get that goal that you want? You know, we just gotta. Take it game by game, you know. We're going to focus on this next team. I think it's no, it could Dixie. be Dixie or Stanford. Yeah, like Dixie. Yeah. Dixie was ahead early at the half, but whoever ends up, it will be one of those two teams, yeah. Yeah, just go in focused, especially in practice, you know. We go into practice every week and get better every day. All right, well, we'll let you give a shout-out before we let you go, Mason. Uh, Shout-out my dad and my mom. Love you guys. You guys are the best. All right. Well, thanks, Mason, for coming up here, and congratulations, man. Thanks, Mason. So now Coach Hal will give him the mic next. And, uh, Coach, like we mentioned, it it did take a little bit to get going, a few punts by both teams, but uh, you guys stuck to your your keys to the game. You told us that you wanted those third and fourth downs were key. Uh, And you guys, I thought, for the most part, did a terrific job of getting them off the, the, the field. Yeah, we did. Uh, they made us work for every one of them early in the game. You know, we, we were struggling a little bit defensively. We had not seen them run tempo all year. They had they basically uh, kind of a semi-muddle huddle in the middle of the field um, and then break from there and take their sweet time to kind of figure out what we were doing. But, you know, we do a lot of things on defense, and they were trying to go fast to get us out of some of that stuff, and they did. Um, our kids got a little bit out of sorts during that time. You could see see kids just kind of running around and giving up big plays and those types of things and and we called a couple timeouts and and tried to get kids settled down and then and then we made some key plays and and again created turnovers like we've done all year and then our offense did a great job of protecting the ball uh i i think we uh, maybe four turnovers tonight that mm-hmm. I can think of off the top of my head. That's four extra possessions for our offense, and they were clicking on all cylinders tonight. I think we punted three times or something like that. Yeah, well, you had eight sacks last week. I think you ended up around four or five today. I yeah. mean, th- your defense is playing great, but that offense, I mean, you can't overlook them. I mean, you guys are putting up points, 50, 62 last week, 56 this week, and when you're in the playoffs, you're playing good teams now. Yeah, a really good team today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A really good team, um, and they came in with a great plan and they were super physical uh, they gave us all we wanted you know at halftime our kids were gassed uh, it was warmer today um, and, and so I didn't feel like we did a great job as far as uh, like our hydration and some of those things and then they're not playing anybody two ways and we're playing a whole bunch of guys two ways and it showed a little bit but we got a couple of those momentum changing plays that we really preach 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 and uh, that really turned the tide of the game coach I feel like I'm always asking you about Case and Carlson but I'm just so amazed by the kid Two games, 12 touchdowns in the playoffs. Yeah, and no no interceptions. And no, exactly, and no picks.
picks. The kid's protecting the ball. He's playing smart. Uh, I'm just really impressed by him. I know you are too. You talk about him every week. But uh, uh, what did you what did you see out of out of Kaysen this week that you that you liked out there? You know, Kaysen is a kid from a preparation standpoint that is very very focused. He spends a ton of time watching film. Um, you know, his his dad has a a really high football IQ. He actually was on our staff when I coached here before. A uh, great friend of uh, of all of ours, and they spent a lot of time together, uh, you know, at home. Um, and so kudos goes to both of them for their preparation. And then our offensive staff does a great job preparing him as well. Um, and and uh, he does a great job of staying within the scheme and executing. Well, Coach, it doesn't get any easier for your squad. I mean, you've earned the right to get down to Rice-Eccles Stadium for the semifinals. You were pl- going to face the winner of Dixie and Stansbury. I didn't want to say it when the kids were here, but they, Stansbury was losing 35-7 at the half, so more than likely you could see Dixie. Um, what do you know about their program or anything like that? I know that Coach Monkers, uh, he was at Fremont for a long time. I coached against him when, uh, when I was here before mm-hmm. um, at Fremont. He's a great coach. Uh, they've had a great program at Dixie since he's been there. I mean, they played for the title last year. I think everybody expected them to be there again um you know they they're a really good team we'll have to be prepared but you know we're 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 okay too um and so uh we'll work hard our kids will play with a lot of a lot of uh passion and swagger and confidence and we'll be just fine well coach just a couple more questions before we let you go uh here on the post game show skyview 56 to 13 here on the fan and coach i know upstairs in the press box here there's a there's a photo when you were an assistant here of that great squad and i don't know if this is a fair question how good is this team compared to that team that you were able to be an assistant coach and be a part of that great team? Really good. This team's really good. Um, I I don't feel like we have many weaknesses on this team. You know, as I look out there um, from, on both sides of the ball, I don't look at guys and say, oh, you know, maybe we could get exposed here or get exposed mm-hmm. there. Uh, we have good players, and we also have good backups and good guys for when we go personnel groupings. Uh, we have depth. We have young kids that have come along all year and are playing better and better. Um, and so we, the other thing I would say is that our kids know how to compete and they know how to win, and there's some grit and toughness to them. Um, I love that team that we had a few years ago. I love this team, too. Um, they're, they're both a part of the Skyview mm-hmm. family, and so I think they both make us better. Well, Coach, uh, we just, we, I just, me and Rex, we just want to tell you thanks for all your time and stuff because logistically down there at the U, we probably won't be able to talk to you before games and, and after games, and that's fine. We just want to say thank you to you and your program for letting us have access, and we appreciate all you, you do for us. Well, well, thank you, guys. We appreciate what you do for us. I mean, I, I think this is what makes high school athletics so special. You know, not everywhere still has radio stuff um, going on and so it gives an opportunity for those people at home or you know on the road or distant or all those things where you can stream it now where they can listen in and have an opportunity to be a part of Bobcat Nation and and uh, this this school is um, this is the reason I came back is because of the feel that this school has um, I love it here and uh, and we're going to see if we can't do as much as we can to, to keep rolling. Alright well coach we appreciate your time and uh, well, congratulations we'll uh, I guess not talk to you but uh, Uh, Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
All right, the Skyview Bobcats victorious again with the 56-13 win over Mountain View, and they earned the right to be in the semifinals versus Dixie or Stansbury next week at 6 o'clock next Friday. We'll be on the air around 545 for that broadcast next week. Rex, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I just I, I want to throw a number out that I just did. Case and Carlson, two playoff games, 12 touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> And he wasn't the starter to start the season. This kid wasn't even the starting quarterback as, as game one, two, and three went along. So I, I'm really impressed by him. I, I think there's a lot of role players that maybe don't get their name said a whole lot. Uh, the Hunter Lewis's, the Titans Saxons, the case of Flaherty's, Hunter Larson, how crucial was it for him to not be injured in this game? I, he, he went down. We weren't sure what was going on with the knee. He came back in. Hunter Larson ended up leading the way to two Walter Collins touchdowns. Uh, Justice Anna, there's a lot of kids on this team that just go out there and grind. They're grinders, and they're going to go out there and do their job and uh, keep fighting. Well, I know there was one one particular uh, broadcaster I won't say on the air but uh, he, he when we talk about all region teams he thought that Justin e- Justice Enna should be the defensive player of the year yeah. in the region just because he doesn't maybe make the tackle but he is double teamed exactly. constantly on every play. Yep he's, he's double teamed every time he goes out there so uh, you know O-line, D-line like Coach just said there isn't a weakness on this Skyview team and it's showing up on the scoreboard every single week that you know this this Skyview team isn't just hype. It's not. Uh, they're not a product of a weak schedule or anything like that. This Skyview team's the real deal. Well, an exciting game going on in North Logan. The last score here that we have with 2:38 remaining in the game, it is Green Canyon 36, Pineview 36. So they could be heading to overtime. You can catch that game. I believe it's on. I want to say 100.9. I think, or I'm not sure, but I'm not sure. Craig Hislop. Well, no, that's all right. Craig Hislop brings you all the action there. I can try to look it up, but uh, again, Skyview wins, and so there you have it. We'll be on the air at around 5:45 next Friday as the Bobcats will be in the semifinals, as they will probably be. Facing 100.9 is the channel for Green Canyon. You can catch the end of that game. So for Diana Young, our producer in studio, for Rex Davis, for Adam Sherwood, our stats man, we appreciate him. Again, the Bobcats victorious today over Mountain View, 56-13, and keep it tuned here tonight as you can listen to the Utah Jazz versus the Milwaukee Bucks and then all through the weekend here on Cache Valley Sports Radio Station, The Fan. Tomorrow, number one versus number two in college football. The Alabama LSU starting at one. We'll have coverage of that. And then the NFL game of the week. That will be on Sunday here on 1390 AM and 106.9 FM. So for everybody that we just mentioned, for Scout Morris, for Coach Howe, for Mason Falsluff, have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you again next Friday from Rice-Eccles Stadium in the semifinals as the Bobcats still search for that championship trophy. Thanks for listening, and have a good weekend, everybody. This Skyview Sports Broadcast has been a presentation of Sports Talk Radio. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.